Good morning, everybody. We have a mixed trade in the grain markets here early on Thursday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. We have March corn futures up a half cent at 4.24 and a quarter. January soybeans up seven and a half at 11.60 and a half. March Chicago wheat down four and three quarters at 5.83 and three quarters. March Kansas City wheat down four at 5.49 and three quarters. March spring wheat down three quarters of a cent at 5.55 and a quarter. Before I get started this morning, reminder, uh, Monday night, the 7th, that that's, that's this coming Monday, uh, I'll be doing the second edition of the Grain Marketing 101 series. It's going to be called Know Your Numbers. I have a guest, uh, Chris Barron will be with me. He's from AgView Solutions. We're going to talk about, uh, you know, knowing your numbers in regard to grain marketing, cost of production, revenue, um, all that sort of stuff uh, should be really good. It'll be streaming live on YouTube and Facebook Monday night at uh, seven o'clock central time. Start off with the ethanol report. Uh, EIA had its weekly uh, ethanol data out yesterday. Weekly ethanol output 971,000 barrels per day. That was down 1.6% on the week and down 8.2% versus the same week last year. Still, that is the third strongest week of ethanol production since the big collapse over the spring. Uh, maybe the bigger story is in ethanol stocks. Stocks were up 1.8% on the week. They were up 2.9% versus the same week last year. And ethanol stocks have risen about 8.5% from their October low. I think it's likely that ethanol stocks rise even further, given the fact that gasoline demand seems to be dropping and therefore demand for ethanol seems to be dropping. Uh, In gasoline demand, we fell uh, about 2% last week. We're running 11.8% versus the same week last year. And we had the worst week for gasoline demand since mid-June. So this presents a problem for ethanol. You know, if stocks surge again in regard to ethanol, we could see lower production ultimately. Um, Ethanol production margins are not good looking forward. So uh, we could very easily lose more corn demand via the ethanol industry uh, because of COVID, because people are driving less, because of additional lockdowns and restrictions. We hope this vaccine is distributed quickly and things get back to normal, but uh, I just don't know if if anything uh, surrounding this virus is going to move quickly at this point. China has drafted a new law regarding its grain reserves. The new rules involve management of reserves kind of in, in specific regions or uh, provinces, you know, the, typically w- the laws now apply to central states stockpiles. Um, so I think they're a little bit more worried about food security here. This could result in in less government auctions of, uh, say, corn or wheat potentially. So I'm not sure exactly how this will play out. But it, it seems like China's more concerned about food security right now than maybe they have been in the past. And, you know, the big imports and, and big sales of China are uh, evidence of that. Rains have eased some crop concerns in Brazil. We've seen some rain already this week, and uh, there's more in the forecast. Over the next seven days, a lot of your key Brazilian soybean growing areas will see an additional one and a half to two inches of rain, up to three inches locally. In total, during the next uh, two weeks, two and a half weeks, uh, most of these key soybean growing areas should see at least three inches of rain in total and even larger amounts locally. Uh, these amounts are actually less than normal for a lot of areas, but they should be enough to avoid a major crop issue for the moment. So I think that that's something that, if anything, has probably pressured the market this week. I know the bean market is up here this morning, but keep in mind it is 40 cents off of the uh, Sunday night high. 
The U.S. dollar index posted fresh lows again this morning. Uh, Spot month futures traded their lowest level since April of 2018. So the story here is the same, uh, just massive stimulus and money printing, if you want to call it that, here in the United States has made the dollar less valuable. Uh, Vaccine prospects have made these safe haven items like the dollar, like gold, like bonds, less attractive to investors. This is typically, this weak dollar is typically a positive for U.S. commodity markets, although we haven't seen a whole lot of that uh, in the grain markets here uh, as of late. USDA will release its weekly export sales report this morning at 7.30 Central Time. Soybean sales have hit marketing year lows, I believe, in each of the last three weeks, and they have slowed considerably. Uh, the the rumor mill or, or trade chatter suggests that Chinese crushers are booked pretty much all through this month and uh, through most of January, which brings you to February when new crop Brazilian beans will become available. So it's it's really a good question now, you know, what... How many more beans does, does China need from the United States until they can get their hands on these Brazilian soybeans? And that's kind of the question. Uh, we haven't seen a flash sale of corn or soybeans to China in quite some time. I think it was November 6th, I believe was the last one. I'm not total, and I'm not sure if I'm correct about that, but I think it was November 6th was the last sale. Now, there were some rumors uh, that circulated yesterday regarding Chinese purchases of U.S. corn, and I also heard some stuff about Chinese purchases of U.S. wheat, and uh, those are, are rumors that perhaps help the market out a little bit. I don't know if any of this stuff will come to fruition, but uh, keep in mind, China actually was, I believe, the biggest buyer of wheat in last week's uh, export sales report. If they were back for some more wheat uh, from the U.S., I suppose that would not necessarily be surprising. Uh, The corn market acted well yesterday. You know, we shrugged off some fresh multi-week lows. Um, Some rumors regarding those Chinese purchases, again, I think inspired some of that buying. Um, Spread action remains pretty impressive to me. You only got four cents a carry from March to July. Uh, the July to, to DC 21 spread remains inverted. Lack of carry, of course, is indicative of a tighter supply and demand situation. Funds still heavily long the market. Certainly possible that additional liquidation occurs ahead of year end. Uh, large money managers reallocate assets during the last few weeks of the year, just about every year. Uh, soybean market also staged a recovery from yesterday's lows. Still, you know, we're 39 cents from the Sunday night highs. Uh, Brazilian weather looks a little bit better. Um, forecasts will continue to be monitored. This is this is a big deal and will continue to be a big deal uh, for uh, weeks to come. China's been a, a much less active in the U.S. bean market. We'll see what USDA says uh, at 730. Wheat market posted an impressive rally yesterday. We're a little bit lower here this morning. Keep in mind that funds are probably flat to maybe a little bit short the SRW wheat market. So there's not really any big liquidation that that could be done there or as possible. It's not like the row crop markets where the funds have this big net long position. Uh, U.S. weather story is still a factor in the wheat. Uh, key HRW areas uh, are likely to remain dry. The crop's going to go into dormancy in a less than ideal state. Cattle market was higher yesterday. There's been some cash cattle kind of scattered this week. Most of it's been around that 110 neighborhood, which is pretty close to your nearby December futures, which settled at 110.70 yesterday. Uh, kind of quiet in the outside markets this morning. The Dow Jones is down 22 points ahead of the cash open. The S&P is down two points. The bonds are a little bit higher. U.S. dollar, again, lower and into some fresh uh, multi-year lows again. Uh, crude oil is down 43 cents, 44.85 in the January WTI. We have the uh, precious metals a little bit higher. 
If you'd like some more information from me, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan if you would like to know when, how, and specifically, I am pricing corn, soybeans, and wheat throughout the year. Check out that subscription service. Uh, you sign up for 49 bucks a month through PayPal. Uh, it'll bill your credit card automatically every month, and you can cancel it anytime. You'll get my morning email uh, every business day at 6.30 in the morning, Central Time, and uh, you'll get my text message service. You'll get all the overnight headlines, everything you need for uh, to know for the day in, in about a three-minute read, and uh, I'll let you know exactly when I'm pricing these crops. Everyone have a uh, wonderful day. I'll talk to you on Friday.